Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast. It's Coco, by the way, if you guys couldn't tell, and <laughs> Katie. <laughs> so, like, the thing is, I lost my voice at Volleyball Provincials from all the yelling. So, my voice has changed once again in this episode. And today we have a special guest. Where do you introduce myself? Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I forgot. Hi. <laughs> It's Kate. Um, today we're going to be talking about the Boston Marathon bombing. <laughs> um, so, like, the thing is, Katie actually introduced this series, uh, this documentary yeah. on Netflix to me, and I thought it was really interesting. So today we're going to talk about it. Um, first, to give some background information, the Boston Marathon bombing occurred on April 15, 2013, when two bombs exploded near finish line of the Boston Marathon, killing three people and injuring over 260 others. The bombs were made from pressure cookers packed with explosive shrapnel and other materials and were placed in the backpacks that were left on the ground. There were like two suspects in the bombing, and they were identified as brothers, who were Tamerlan and Zokar Sanarev, I think. Um, I don't think I'm pronouncing that. Right, it's but, fine. But um, they were Muslims from Kyrgyzstan, and Tamerlan was actually killed in a shootout with like the police a few days after the bombing, which actually shows like in the documentary. Yes. But then. The younger brother, Zokar, was captured and later found guilty of all 30 charges against him, including using weapons of mass destruction and bombing a public place, resulting in death. The, how do you spell it? How do you pronounce it? Tars, Sarnave? Saner? Saner. Something like that. Sorry, guys, I'm really bad at pronouncing. The Sarnave brothers had been living in the United States for several years before the bombing and had reportedly become radicalized in their beliefs. The bombing and subsequent manhunt for the suspects led to a significant increase in security measures at public events and sparked debates about immigration policy, terrorism, and civil liberties. So that's just some of the background information, and now we are going to talk about what we liked about it before we give a really good and really inclusive summary on what happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, like I said before, Katie recommended this awesome documentary to me, Mm -hmm. and I finished it in actually like less than a a day. Same, I think. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, I actually really liked it. But like... I decided to watch this because, like, I really like watching, like, documentaries Same. and, like, true crimes. Crime. Yeah, true crime. Yeah. But, like, out of all the ones that I've watched, like, serial killer and stuff, I definitely like this one the most. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's pretty graphic. Like, I mean, if you're planning on watching it, just there's, like, blood and stuff. Yeah. And, like, like especially. Crime scene photos. Mm-hmm. And, like, especially in, like, the first episode, yeah. just, like, the pictures after the bombing was just kind of, like, unsettling or like unsettling yeah like it made my stomach turn really yeah turn 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 whatever your stomach turn like i don't know but like i feel like i feel really bad for the people involved and also like it gave me a new perspective on how like different religions like there's a dark side of every religion 
and I don't know. I was just kind of traumatized that, like, people would want to commit mass murder in, like, such a safe city. Mm-hmm, definitely. Like, a week after, I felt, like, scared for my safety. Like, it's pretty good. We recommend it 100%. And yeah. I can try to link the Netflix link, if you guys have Netflix, um, in the show description. But now we're going to give you a full rundown of everything that happened, and we hope you enjoy. So just to give you guys a bit of details into the case, um, on April 15th, 2013, as we said before, Boston, Massachusetts was the setting for a day that would forever change the lives of many. The annual Boston Marathon, a beloved tradition, attracted thousands of participants and spectators, all united by the spirit of athletic and community. Little did they know that this day would be mirrored by an act of senseless violence. As the race reached its climax, just moments away from the finish line, two pressure cooker bombs were detonated. I'm so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that. Detonated? The powerful explosions tore through the crowd, causing devastation and chaos. Lives were lost and hundreds of innocent people suffered severe injuries. The immediate aftermath of the bombing was characterized by confusion and fear. First responders and ordinary citizens rushed to the aid of the injury, demonstrating incredible bravery and resilience in the face of adversity. Just imagine if a bomb went out in your local marathon. Um, Like, how confused would you be? Because when I was in New York, I remember... Um, I was at a hotel and there was a marathon going on downstairs and I remember I had to like move hotels that same night so and we're not really familiar with the roads and everything so like when when it came time for us to actually move the stuff we were so lost because we didn't know how to cross the street without crossing the street so we were like down there in the subway for like an hour But as the city of Boston grappled with the shock and grief of the tragedy, law enforcement agencies mobilized to investigate and apprehend those responsible. A massive manhunt ensued, capturing the attention of the nation and the world. Eventually, the two perpetrators were identified. Perpetrators? Perpetrators were identified as brothers Tamler and Zokar Sarnev. Their motives and backgrounds revealed a complex web of radicalization and extremism. Tamerlan was killed during a confrontation with law enforcement, while Zokar was captured after an intensive manhunt. The trial of Zokar Sarnev shed further light on the events surrounding the Boston Marathon bombing. The evidence presented in court highlighted the meticulous planning and cold-heartedness of perpetrators, leaving no doubt about their intent to cause harm and sow fear. Beyond the trial, the impact of the Boston Marathon bombing resonated deeply within the city and across the nation. The resilience and solidarity displayed by the people of Boston were truly remarkable. United in grief, they stood together, refusing to let fear define them. The incident also sparked crucial conversations about security measures and the importance of intelligence sharing to prevent future acts of terrorism. The Boston Marathon bombing served as a reminder that even in the face of unimaginable tragedy, the human spirit can prevail and communities can come together to heal and rebuild. 
As we reflect on the Boston Marathon bombing, we pay tributes to the lives lost, the survivors who showed immense courage, and the first responders who risked their own safety to help others. May their stories serve as a testament to the strength of the human spirit. Thank you for joining us on this journey through history. If you have any questions or would like to suggest a topic for future episodes, please reach out to us on our website or to my email. Remember, it's essential to understand and remember these moments so that we can strive for a better future. Thank you so, so much for listening. Until next time, I'm Unscripted Coco, and this has been the Boston Marathon bombing. FD Katie Kemp. Bye!